Hi, this is Stacey Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. I have the honor to be in the studio again today with Stacey Burton. And if you didn't hear last week, Stacey has been with Ransom Heart for seven years. She is the manager of resources. And Stacey and I are going to be talking about a topic that is really important to both men and women today. Something that is universal to every woman, regardless of their age. Mm-hmm. And that is our bodies and the way we bear our femininity yeah. and the attack that comes against them. You particularly have an important story there. I have a different struggle. Just by way of introduction, I was doing a aqua Pilates class recently because I can do aqua things after my hip surgery right. and I'm still recovering from that. And a woman was getting into the pool who I'm guessing is about 80 years old, overweight as I am, and was talking about the diet that she was on. Mm -hmm. If I could just lose a pound a week. And I just thought, oh, oh my gosh. Is there a time when we are not doing this anymore? Like, do you get a break at a certain point? It's exhausting. It is exhausting. I just want to say, darling, you're good. Like, live your life. I don't know anyway that there's ever a time where it's not an assault against our hearts and our femininity to be tempted to look in the mirror and have that be the gauge of our worth as a woman. It's so true. And even be able to look in the mirror and not just turn your face away. To be able to stand there and see the glory that God created. Yes. Now I should just tell you who I'm going to embarrass Stacey a little bit, but she's a beautiful woman, fabulous figure, really fit. And you struggle a little bit in receiving that, I'm guessing. I do. I'm like, what Stacey are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And you are 42. I'm 42. Because of what you've been through? Is this a new struggle? Yeah. No, it's not a new struggle. I'm like. Right. And you and I, like every other human being yeah. on the planet, yeah. received wounds when yeah. we were young. And they attacked the core of our femininity, the core of our masculinity. And so many of them have to do with how we look. Yeah. And I don't even know that has to be verbal. It's just we are surrounded by you are not perfect. You are not good enough. Mm. And it's just hard to even walk down the street And feel good about yourself in this day and age. That's awful. It is awful. And just hearing it out loud, it's just really exhausting. I um, heard the story of a gal who was seeing a counselor. And the counselor's ultimate thing that she was working to get her client to, a woman, was to be able to stand in front of a mirror naked Mm -hmm. and say, you're beautiful. Yeah. She got there. That's good. I know. It took some years. But she got there. And and what would that be like? Truly. And that is freedom. I had a in college a, an aerobics instructor who made us look in the mirror before each class and name one thing you like about yourself. Okay. Even if it's your eyes. Yes. The color of your hair. Like it's a good place to start. And then to be able to take that to standing in front of the mirror and saying you're beautiful. Yes. I um, began this habit 
a number of years ago, which I need to reinstate because mm-hmm. I stopped doing it, was I bless my arms. My arms yes. have been my deal. What is yeah. it? I think we all have something. something. I think actually for me, it's many things right now, but the yeah. arms have always been the critical thing. So to stand and say, I bless you, arms. I bless you. Yeah. You are strong. You lift many things. You help me all over the place. And I'm so thankful for yeah. you. And I bless you, these legs that help me walk and get right. places. And rather than just like cursing our bodies. It's so true, Stacey. And I think, did you write about that in- I did. I wrote about that in Becoming Myself becoming and myself. in Free to Be Me. Okay. Yes. And there's just something huge about that. Because if you're not blessing your body, when you walk by a mirror and say, ugh, you're cursing your body. And especially lately, I have a really hard time blessing my breasts because they've been mutilated and I can't sleep comfortably on them. Oh. But I am very aware of what I am doing when I don't bless them. Yes. So for those of you that didn't hear last week. So I had a double mastectomy seven years ago and... These past few months, my breast cancer came back. And you had reconstructive surgery. Reconstructive surgery. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm just dealing with the aftermath of radiation and chemotherapy and lumpectomy. So that is why I'm having a hard time blessing. Yes. Is there a part of you that feels like your body betrayed you a little bit? Oh, I'm very much dealing with that. Yeah. I think many women can relate. You know, I dealt with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And so... That is why it's hard to bless that. You and your hips. Mm-hmm. Are you frustrated and angry with that? Or I had a hip replacement surgery last summer. And um, I think for me, Stacey, I went to a lot of self-blame. Mm. When something hurts, even when I have a headache, yeah, I go to, what did I do wrong? What did I do to cause this? Mm. I'm not doing it right. I'm not making the right choices. So for the hip, what happened was I had really advanced osteoarthritis, but I didn't really know that until exercising hard and I tore the lumbar. Sometimes you just get that fixed, which is a big deal, by the way. Yeah. Sorry for those that I didn't, I don't mean that's just, that's a big deal. But for me, it tore, which made everything explode. And where I went to was, you idiot, you tore Mm. your lumbar, you, you caused this. And it's tricky because there are some things that we cause. There are some things. Yeah. I'm, I'm battling with my weight again. I'm like Oprah. I'm like up, down, all around. And when I'm doing well, I feel so great. And I'm just contr- in control and feel right with God. And I feel so much better about my appearance versus when I'm not and I've put on weight. For those of you that struggle with that, you know that it is a hard thing to come out the door. Yeah. It's a hard thing to walk into a room. And every woman does this. You scan the room to see who's. Right. And then to be the person that's the largest. It's like Jesus wants me to show up and love people Mm -hmm. and not have my gaze, my worth based on how I look in the mirror or how I think other people look at me. And that, that is universal. Right. The temptation is to base our worth, our identity, our value on what other people think of us. Fear of man is a snare. Yeah. And God is saying, just as he's been saying to you, 
Look at me. Right. Look at me and see your reflection in my eyes because he says, you're a knockout. You're stunning. Yeah. I think you're beautiful. No, you're not perfect. And we're on this road, this journey together after some deeper things together. But I do not reject you. I don't shame you. And so it really is this invitation always, regardless of where we're at, whether we're 80 years old and want to lose one pound more a week, or we're 16 and thinking our breasts aren't large enough, or we're too tall, or too short, like, oh, darling, God made us who we are. And we get to do this life with Him. Right. And He's not asking us to fix ourselves. He loves us today. Wait, He's not asking us to fix ourselves? No. What about (laughs) counting calories? Even that. (gasps) And so, it just made me think like the freedom of, yeah, I've gained five pounds that I can't lose. Mm-hmm. What if I'm still an okay person? What if I'm still his beloved daughter, his beautiful bride? The day when we can step forward and still be confident in who we are in him. Like try that on. Try that on. What What does that do? Like I'm even right now for those listening, like try that on. What if right now, this moment, he says, you're beautiful. Yeah. And you believe it. She used to believe it for 30 seconds and then five minutes. Yeah. And then the next time you look in the mirror, say, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you for my body. Can we just pause here a second and talk to the men who are listening? Mm-hmm. Those who are married, those who are fathers of daughters. There's very few women that this is not an issue for. Right. Here's the thing. You tell them they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Tell them they are beautiful. Regardless of if they've gained five pounds or can I say 50 pounds, that they are beautiful. You notice things. And I mean, be specific too. I love your hair. It looks really good today. That's a pretty outfit. I love your eyes. That will bring life. Remember, men, if you haven't read Captivating, you should, just like every woman should read Wild at Heart. But every little girl is asking the question, do you delight in me? Yeah. And we keep asking it. We don't outgrow that question. It will bring much goodness to your marriage. If you tell your woman that you delight in her, and one of the key ways to tell a woman that is to tell her that she's beautiful, not to say, oh, look, I brought you some diet cookies. (laughs) Right. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Or, hey, I saw this program online and, um, you know, so-and-so had great success with it. And this is tricky terrain. Because you do want to be offering and you do want to be helpful and you want to come alongside if this is an issue, particularly with weight, to say, how can I help you, honey? But you say, how can I help you, honey? Not in, you're driving me crazy and I'm so disappointed. So how can I help you? But I love you. I want to come alongside. I see this is causing you some sorrow. Yeah. And if the, the woman's struggling, as we've concluded, most of us do struggle with our body image, we are aware Right. So to just be told you're beautiful is so encouraging and affirming that you still desire me. Um, Or even if you have no words, just wrap them up in your arms. There's something about the physical touch 
to be pursued that way would mean the world. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And as for daughters, mm-hmm. um, my daughter is 11. And I love some of the outfits she walks out in in the morning. <laughs> but you can tell her eyes are looking at her dad and questioning. Wow. And not just with the outfit she has on. Right. But there's constant—I I notice a look between my daughter and Eric, my husband, of, what are you thinking, Dad? And she is looking for that affirmation of, am I beautiful? The real question. Yes. Do you delight in me? Yes. Is my heart beautiful? And so he gets opportunities to answer that probably every day. Yeah. Oh, every day. It's so true. And we're all asking. We are all still asking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think a real crucial question that we all need to be asking because our validation is in God alone. Yes. And so to ask God, do you delight in me, God? And how? Like, what do you love about me, God? So asking Him to be specific. Yeah, most definitely. That is so important. We have to bring our hearts to Him. And He wants to answer. He's the best at answering. So here's the thing. He he has answered. Yep. But we do need to hear it every day. We need to hear it. We need to know. We need to be in His Word. We need to have our eyes open. Tell me. Send your love notes to me. Yeah. Because our other relationships will not do it perfectly. And be intentional and be aware. Because from experience, the enemy is very quick to say, "Um, when? When you lose those five pounds. So if you're hearing that, that is not of your Father God. When your heart flutters a little because you have a sense of feeling beautiful, that is from your Father God. That That is is a good litmus test. Yeah. His love is never conditional and no. waiting upon a certain. You'll be worthy if you, yeah, or when you, yeah. Before we bring this in for landing, we do want to pray for you that are listening. But I also wanted to honor this question, these doubts, this need is not taking place in a vacuum. You mentioned earlier about just walking down the road and feeling like from the world is saying you need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Or being in the grocery store and we're surrounded by magazines or the images and the media or Facebook of the best of. It's an idol. It's just something that's lifted up so high that's unattainable. Mm -hmm. And we also have stories. We have stories in our childhood growing up. I was with a gal recently who was told always that she was overweight. Always, always, always. And she found this picture of her as a teenager and she's normal weight. She's so average, perfect. And she she was sort of stunned. You know, that's an incredible thing to perhaps ask our listeners to do. Like, look at who you were to know who you are. Okay. Look at who you were to know who you are. We did a thing as a women's team where we looked at some past pictures asking Jesus to show us through his eyes how we saw us. And that was revelatory. Oh my gosh. Because I, I thought it was an ugly little girl. And then asking God to begin to go, wait, wait, to have mercy on ourselves. And for me growing up, my father traveled, but before he would leave, he would call me aside and tell me, only eat what your mother puts on your mm. plate. Mm. No boy will love you if you're fat. Meaning you're going that direction. You're going to be rejected. 
you better stay within the lines. And that that was, you know, just one of a thousand messages. So that's just a little piece of my story. But we, it happens. It happens. We hear it on the playground. Yeah. But pausing, like, Stacy, that's devastating as a mother's heart. And you wonder why you're still struggling. Oh, right. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Some pretty deep wow. planted things in there. Yeah. And then in the midst of that, God doesn't wait to right. say you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. He says it now, how beautiful you are, mm-hmm. my darling. Stacey, would you mind just praying for those that are listening where their own self-image, the image of their bodies is a place that they really would love and need some restoration, some healing. Jesus, I thank you for how you are coming for us right now. You have a fierceness because, Father God, you have created us in your image. And there's so much heartache out there over who we are and our bodies. And I want to bind that in your name and in your authority because your intention was to be fully in full unity with you, God. I thank you for this conversation, for what has been awakened, the femininity, the feminine spirit that has been awakened. And God, I want to glorify you in each of these women and pray that we all see who we are in you, your life in us, God. I am in agreement with this prayer. I pray that you give the men that are listening the inspiration to speak life to their wives and to their daughters, to affirm and to bless. And Jesus, I pray for the grace for the women listening, for the strength to bless their bodies, even now to say, thank you for my body. I bless my body and I don't reject me in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to see ourselves the way you do. Help us to gaze into your heart and to hear your voice, to receive your love. That's where our life is found. And you have spoken. We are chosen. We are dearly loved. We are your beloved. And you say we are beautiful now. It's not based on anything that we are amazing at. It's because you're amazing and we are yours. Thank you, God, for this truth and for your desire that it go more deeply into our hearts. We say yes to you. In Jesus' name. Well, we just scratched the surface of a pretty deep subject, but may it stir you to pursue Jesus even more and invite him in. He wants to come for each one of us more and more deeply. Also, if this has struck a chord with you, we have some great resources for you. Becoming Myself for Women, Free to Be Me for Teenagers, and uh, Captivating. Those would be great resources for you to dive into, pursue deeper healing, and get to see yourself as God does. Thanks for joining us. This has been Stacy Burton and Stacy Eldridge, the Stacys, <laughs> on the Ransom Heart Podcast.